2: Barber. You have a lot of talent. You got a great coach. You got a great general manager. And most importantly, you have belief. Those guys believe that they can win, and let's, let's be real. That's half the battle. Brandon Tierney. This is brilliant, because I didn't re- disrespect what
1: matters most to me, the Jets. I didn't disrespect my Jet brethren, but I also <laughs> am a man of my word. I'm wearing the Giants jersey. Yeah. Giants can either win on their own merit or, or lose on their own merit. Tiki and Tierney on The Fan, 1019 FM and the Odyssey All 1002 right, on The Fan. What's happening, everybody? I've got a message for you, and I've got a message for you now. I am tired. Don't give me that. I'm tired of being tired. Sick, and tired, sick and tired of being sick and tired. I am tired of losing. I'm tired of losing, and I'm tired of guessing. I'm tired of guessing. Let me tell everybody something right now. No matter what the New York Jets do at quarterback this upcoming season, there is a monster element of guess at play. You bring back Zach. Well, hey, we fixed Zach. Okay, we sure about that? (laughs) Oh, we got Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay, well, is he going to be healthy? Oh, here's Derek Carr. Can he handle New York? By the way, what's he won? What in the world is the debate concerning Aaron Rodgers? There is none. Mm. What you do is you run to Green Bay or wherever his reps are, You go to Green Bay and you talk to the Packers' front office and you sit down and you hammer out the parameters of a deal. And no matter what it takes, no matter what it takes, Aaron Rodgers must be a New York Jet. You got to pounce. You've got to be creative. You've got to coerce. You've got to do whatever you need to do to align the Jets with a real quarterback. Because I'll tell you something. This team's ready to win. And I'll tell you something else. The Richard Todds and the Pat Ryans and the Kenny O'Briens and the Brownie Nagels and the Jack Trudeaus and the Bubby Bristers and the Frank Reichs and the Neil O'Donnells and the Rick Myers and the Brooks Bollinger's and the Kellen Clemenses. Clemens and the Greg McElroys, and the Petties, and the Luke Falks, and the Simeons, and the Flackos, and all the other directions that haven't bore an ounce of fruit, have wasted all of our times. For 30 years, 30, 30, we have, I have sat here waiting for the guy, and you're going to tell me, I don't know if we should give up a draft pick for, for Aaron Rodgers. I don't know if Aaron Rodgers is good enough. Are you out of your freaking mind? Aaron Rodgers won four MVPs. He is an all time superstar icon. Well, he didn't play that well last year. It was five times better than the crap that the Jets trotted out. Well, he's a little bit old. So what
2: get me? Aaron Rodgers, no matter what. I will agree with one thing that you said. The New York Jets are ready and need to start winning. We said this yesterday, BT. The Jets just have to win. Regardless of how they get it done, even if it's Zach Wilson just miraculously figuring it out because he went to the Manning School of Excellence, he figures it out. They have to start winning. I agree with you that the best option is not on the team right now. Zach Wilson or Mike White, even though Mike White's a free agent. It is likely not Derek Carr. I like Derek Carr, but it's probably not him. Hasn't want a damn thing. He cries at at press conferences. Jimmy Garoppolo is always injured. Always hurt. I love his locks. I love his hair. I love what he potentially could bring, but I also know what's likely going to happen. He's going to be unavailable for half the season. And Aaron Rodgers is probably the best option. Probably, probably the best option. The qu- only reservation I have is that Aaron Rodgers has been elite for almost 15 years. And by elite, I mean 45 touchdown passes, 39, 40, 48 couple years, 38. This year, mm-hmm. and by the way, single digit interceptions. There were some years where it felt like, man, is he going to throw an interception at all? That's right. This year? Well, last season, we saw a regression below the mean, a major regression mm-hmm. below the mean, 26 touchdowns. Now, some of that's because he had new wide receivers and young wide receivers, a couple drops here and there, but 12 interceptions, and a lot of those interceptions happen in scoring position. So when Aaron Rodgers is usually at his best, you know, because he had 48 touchdown passes and 39 touchdown passes in previous seasons and 40 mm-hmm. another, other, led the league, he made mistakes. And is that... Him losing it, whatever that proverbial it is, or is it Aaron Rodgers just having a bad year? I, I so I, I understand what you're saying, and I agree with what you're saying, but there's a good chance that Aaron Rodgers might be going a little bit down the slope. S- down the slope. Great. A little uh, bit uh, down the slope. Put your skis on and, and, <laughs> and we'll find a
1: way to slow down the descent. I'll take my chances with that. And this, you know, you, you throw out the numbers. Two years all right, excluding last year, eight. Listen to this: eighty-five touchdowns mm-hmm. and nine interceptions in back-to-back MVP seasons. Listen, man. I mean, sometimes in life, you you've got to take a swing. I mean, we've all been there, and I wound up marrying her. Where you see somebody like I gotta, I have to, I've got to talk to her, okay? And if you, if you don't conjure up the guts to do it, you'll never know what may have happened. You know, you got to take a swing. You must. This notion that, like th- this is what this is what I don't understand. It's all th- this is where, and I love you, but this is where jet fans I can't stand you because you've never had anything good. You're afraid to take a chance. Mm. You'd almost rather stay on this carousel of averageness and mediocrity rather than taking a bigger swing, granted, with a bigger risk of being hurt. And, of course, that bigger swing. We'll do this later. I'm not going to bog down the minutiae first-round pick. We'll do that later. This is just the overall premise. This is a real story. This is not well, it's almost February and the Jets and the Giants are done and the Knicks aren't going to win anything and the Yankees and the Mets are still a month away from playing uh, you know, their first uh, exhibition game. Let's make up a story. There's nothing going on. Let's, uh, let's throw a sports radio dart and maybe we'll get some calls on Aaron Rod. This is WFAN. Mm-hmm. We don't have to do that. And we will never do that. The only- we will have conversations that are rooted in something that is real. He doesn't know if he wants to play there next year. They don't know if they want him back. He might be available. Now, I'll tell you this. You can't control what he thinks. You can't control what he does. But you can control how aggressively you pursue him. I want every bell and whistle. I trust Joe Douglas to make the trade. And you want to tell me about the 12 picks a year ago? Listen, look at his receivers. I mean, come on, what's that? Come on! I don't. I don't disagree Come on! With There's you. always
2: reasons and, for this, and, and and by and large, superstar. I I I agree with everything you say because all of a sudden the Jets feel relevant, even in spite of themselves. Like if anything went wrong with. Say defensive line. Say you don't sign Quentin Williams, and it gets a little. There's no chance murky. that's, that's I, not going to happen. I agree, but just say let's, say let's just say for argument's sake, it happens. You don't sign Quentin Williams, or Elijah Moore is upset because I, I, whatever w- whatever circumstance could arise. If Aaron Rodgers is is there, it it calms all of that. It makes it kind of feel less significant. It doesn't feel terminal anymore. If something goes awry that used to have to be perfect in order for the Jets to be successful, I I get that. But the only reservation I have is how much longer is Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers? They all hit, hit a wall. Now, I think we get enamored with the the older quarterback because of previous success. I think we look at Tom Brady and we just assume that every really good elite Hall of Fame quarterback can play until they're forty three or five or whatever it is. Tom Brady going to play until forty five. Get me to forty one. I, I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. But how many players have have in the history of the league? Yep. Pushed into late thirties and forties
1: and been elite. How many players won back to back MVPs at the age of thirty six and thirty seven? Yeah, none. or
2: 37, 38. Yeah, none. no. The answer is not none. 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 Okay, none. so he's already defying some of the yeah, physical I'm trying, limitations. I'm trying to think of how many guys have actually even won back to back MVPs.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, Peyton's got five total. <laughs> but and Aaron has many, four back to back. I don't know how uh, many of those are back to back. It's but an incredibly short list. Yeah, it's, it's a distinguished a list, list. here. Listen, I have to laugh at this. Like, you know, the Jets are on the short list. Of biggest losers in sport. Mm. That encompasses every single league. Take the take the most dysfunctional NBA team. I, I don't know, the Kings, the Knicks. I mean, whoever. We know the teams, right? Take the most dysfunctional, rudderless, directionless baseball teams. The two or three teams. We know who they are. Take those teams in every sport. And I guarantee the Jets make that list if it's a top ten list. So you want to tell me. That you have this losing history, which appears almost terminal, okay? And you want to sit here and debate whether or not the Jets should go out and get Aaron Rodgers? What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? He's too old. I don't want to hear it, honestly. Don't want to hear it. Because you had a guy, Joe Flacco, who's just about as old, who didn't even want to go into the game up in Buffalo, who was (laughs) on your team this year and actually played important games. Now, listen, I'll grant you this. I will give you this. Six, seven, eight percent diminishment. Nobody's sitting here saying he's 30 years old. I get that. Are you telling me that Aaron Rodgers can't walk to the line of scrimmage with the abundance of weapons that the Jets have, and look at the defense and diagnose immediately what he needs to do, and bang, 60 yards wide open. Mm. Oh, Elijah it. Moore, look, this- touchdown. Oh, there's a 70-yard bomb. Good job, whomever. the <laughs> I mean, take, there are years to get excited there are years out of, like, there's desperation. Just do anything. I'm Nick's bringing Stevie Francis. I trade for Stephon Morbert. Oh, they just help do anything. This is not one of those years. Everything that I'm saying right now is rooted in complete sensibility
2: to be able to win, win, win. This is the move. I, look, I can't argue with you. I have an answer for you, by the way. Jim Brown did it early. <laughs> Brett Favre did it Back-to-back-to-back, to back to back. he won the MVP. Uh, Joe Montana did it once, and then uh, Peyton Manning did it twice, two separate times. The Jets have all the talent in the world, BT. They have wide receivers. They have runners, depth at runners. Their offensive line is going to get healthy. We talked about this in the pre-meeting. AVT didn't play Superstar. half the year. And by the way when he was playing he played guard and guard and tackle and every he jump he bounced around there was no continuity with the offensive line. So yep. all those scared that Brett uh, that Aaron Rodgers I got Brett Favre in my head now. Aaron Rodgers is immobile at this age and can't move. That line is going to be so much better. Defensively, they're stout. They can they can they can make it easier on the offense by preventing scores from getting run up. This makes all the sense in the world as long as Aaron Rodgers is still Aaron Rodgers. That's the only concern that I have. I mean, think about the other options. We're going to sit here for the 2023 season, right,
1: and, you know, roll the dice on Garoppolo. That he doesn't get hurt. He gets hurt every single season. You're going to give up whatever it takes to get Derek Carr if they don't cut him, but then the money, and you don't even know if he can win. Yeah, you ain't not going to win again. Listen, if Derek Carr's on the Jets, of course they'd be better. Of course I'd be excited and optimistic because of what they had last year and forever. But you go into a season with Aaron Rodgers and you are looking up at nobody. You walk into Foxborough and you say, hey, Belichick, suck on (laughs) these. That's what you say to Belichick. How's that taste? You like it? Yeah? Here's 40 for you. Because you're not going to fool me like you fooled Dartled on national TV and Zach Wilson every time you played
2: him because I know what you're thinking before you think it. And even if you do fool him, you know there's going to be a response to it. It's not terminal to the game. This is the
1: simplest conversation that I've ever had with myself, which I know it's a little weird when you <laughs> talk to yourself, but do you want him? Do I want him? I don't think I can embrace a situation where I don't have him. <laughs> Meaning, now if he's with the Packers, that's different. Now if you need him. If he goes somewhere else. Now you need him. Now you need him. You need him. He wants something different. You can feel it. Just listen to him talk to McAfee. He's taught about Zach Wilson, chapter and verse. He's talking about the Jets roster. He is not a. Du- he might annoy us with certain things. All right. He's no dummy. First of all, there's really no quarterback that's dumb, all right? For him to go on that show and get 8, 9, 10 million views and impressions, whatever the hell the number is, you don't think that everything that he said was carefully crafted and in his mind laid out before he actually uttered the words to McAfee? Of course it was. He knows what he said. He knows what he wants. And he knows, just like the rest of the Jets, the rest of the NFL universe, that the Jets are right Right there. Joe Douglas, I know you listen to the show out there, guys. I know that for a fact. You got to get this guy. You must. That's it. I will take no disagreements today. <laughs> I'm not disagreeing. I'm talking about from the just, calls. Just, just, <laughs> just, just providing clarity. All right, <laughs> 877-337-6666. John and Weehawken first up on the fan. Johnny Boy, what's cooking? Well, uh,
3: well, we're getting history revisited. it. Well, wow, the New York Jets are once again going to. A-
1: All right, your phone stinks. I didn't like your tone either. <laughs> Let's get it together, man. Bobby's in Pearl River. Bobby, what's going on, buddy? How are you?
3: Good morning, fellas. All right, happening, Bobby. Big fan, big fan, lifelong Giants fan. I just from the outside looking in, Aaron Rodgers in New York would be awesome because he just doesn't give. About anything, he would fit in so perfectly in New York. I think he would be an awesome fit for the Jets and for football fans. I mean, Aaron Rodgers in New York would be theater. It would be awesome. But it would be wins. I don't. Yeah. Here is Bobby.
1: I don't care about theater. And by the way, you're not wrong. Theater means nothing to me. Wins matter at this. Wins matter at this point. Relevance, championship viability.
3: Outside looking in, though. Yeah, yeah. As yeah, a but, Giants fan, I want yep. you guys to. I always, I always want New York teams to win. And I, obviously he would elevate the Jets if you say he does, he wouldn't you're, you're off your rocker. Um, but I just think he would be a great fit in New York. I think the Jets would – you're crazy not to do everything you can to get this guy in your
1: view. They're going to, Bobby. Uh, you could take that one to the bank. This is – again, this is not conjuring up some ridiculous it's, conversation for the sake of provoking calls. They are absolutely it's, going it's, after It's Aaron almost Rogers. like
2: the easiest – You can bank on that. Easiest like, heavy pursuit – of Joe Douglas's life, right? It's, it's, it's not even like you're going to get pushback. Who's pushing back on this? No one. Internally, externally? I mean, the only reason you would say is, well, it's going to cost us a lot of you know, talent. Good. A Make some more t- talent compound, A Let's go. products. A lot of draft talent. Yeah, that's a lot of money coming off. Who Great. cares? Woody's got it. Win at all costs. Woody, hey, Woody, Woody, you want to deliver something for us?
1: All right. You talk about how you want to deliver a, a, something meaningful for the Jet fans. Do
2: not let this escape your grasp. Yeah. This is your opportunity. Let me ask you one question. Sure. Is there residue from Brett Favre doing the same thing? Because it was, it felt amazing. I remember this. It felt amazing through the season. Mm-hmm. And then as an old player, he gets hurt. And it was, I mean, the come down was was heavy. It was just. It was hard. It just felt bad. Yeah. Right. You know, now so residue is- in the mind of Woody, Woody fans uh, or Woody, home- Woody, Woody. Woody. Forget Woody. Forget anybody. Oh. I'm talking about Woody. just Woody. Woody, because Woody has done this before. He has. So is there residue? There might be, but you know what? It's so long ago
1: that I believe that the residue has been replaced. I hope <laughs> it's been replaced by motivation and embarrassment. That's what I hope's happened. Yeah. I agree. There's a. <laughs> there's a uh you know an example yeah uh, we've written this, story before. Yeah, we've we've written written this story, story before a long time ago yeah. i had hair you were still playing <laughs> that's right. i mean a lot of different things were uh, going down at this point this. so oh wait yeah no so it's right after I i'm ready play. yeah you were you were out one year pardon me uh yeah there's no doubt i understand that i don't care mm. i don't care when you were what you know when you're four forget about joe joe's obviously in the class by himself the great joe namath he's talking about Vinny, who i love chad who i respect Boomer, who I always respect but came here too late and had nothing around him, Uh, and Favre, you're talking about constant ineptitude, constant hope, constant manipulation of a bad roster, constantly trying to piece it together. The roster is good. The situation is right. He wants out, and I think he wants the Jets. Make it happen. Make it happen. That's it. That's it. 877-337-6666. 877-337-6666. So, we're inside of our Town Fair Tire studio. I almost forgot to do this. Town Fair, of course, reminds you that you always get the guaranteed lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire, nobody, but he's too old. Oh, he's too old. He might pull the hamstring. I'll take my chances. Tiki and Tierney on the fan. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. The New York Mets have acquired...
0: Mike Piazza from the Florida Marlins.
1: When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All righty, take 26 on the Fan at Stinky and Tierney. What's happening, everybody? Yep, that's it. Got to go for it. No, No messing around. Nothing to debate. There is nothing unclear about my position. If you disagree, that's fine. That's fine. There is somebody out there that immediately elevates the Jets to a tier that they never reside on, and that is the tier of championship viability. So you tell me you're not going to swing? Go have fun. You know, winning seven games again to being miserable. Have fun. That's <laughs> it. That's it. Yeah, you know. you can't And have- don't tell me it's Favre 2.0. You know, Brett Favre was, because I know we're going to get that...
4: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: We already got a little bit before. Brett Favre two-point. I don't see it that way. Like, Brett Favre was incredibly reckless with the ball. Now, I might be misremembering this. Their first game... Do you have their the, – I know you have the stats. Do you have their schedule from yeah. Favre's first year? Yeah. Well, right. it's only one year here. Well, it's only a year. Correct. Yeah. Didn't they play Miami in week one? Miami? New I'm England. I'm almost positive that – and it was like a – they won relatively low scoring 21-14. 20-14. Okay. I think that Brett Favre, like, it was the – like, he was out of the – he just flung the ball off his back <laughs> foot without even looking – Uh, I think it was, like, still the infield dirt down in Miami. It was in Miami. definitely was. And it was, like, the luckiest throw. Aaron Rodgers is not doing that. No. Brett Favre threw 22 picks. So not only did Brett Favre get hurt, and it obviously derailed, which was a pretty good start despite all the picks, uh, but he constantly put the Jets in jeopardy throwing the ball. At worst, at worst, Aaron Rodgers is a safe, smart um, Upgrade and bridge from whatever the hell they trotted out there this past season. That's all I'm saying. That's it. Eight seven seven three three seven six 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 six. Okay. I can see not everybody agrees. Aaron's in Brooklyn. What's up, Aaron? How are you? Good
3: morning, Kiki. Good morning, CUNY.
1: What's up, dude? What's, What's up, up dude?
3: man? Um, you talked about a safe bridge for the Jets right now. How is Jimmy Garoppolo not the better choice in this situation? Because he gets hurt every season. That's why. Aaron Rodgers. We get Aaron Rodgers. We're going to have to jeopardize our whole entire future. It's a massive package we're going to have to get for Aaron at
1: this moment. Okay, now, now Aaron, here's the thing. That's a fair thought. It's also a thousand percent incorrect. This, Emma, let me let me educate everybody because this is a big part of the process. If we're sitting here saying the Jets are going to have to give up three or four first rounds for Aaron Rodgers, I wouldn't even bring this to the table necessarily. I don't even know if we're going to have to give up two first rounders for Aaron Rodgers. There is a belief out there that they can make this happen with mid level picks based on production, okay? And if you're a playoff team, if you get to the AFC championship, blah, 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 that those mid round picks become ones. And at that point you say, Of course I'd make the trade. So don't worry about that.
3: Yeah, but Jimmy Garoppolo, he's 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 been there. He's done it. Jimmy Garoppolo Come on! What's, man. what's the problem with Jimmy by, Garoppolo? By the way, he's, he, first Is all, he played this he, weekend. First of all,
2: he's hurt. No, he didn't
3: play because we ain't got hurt. Did Every he play last weekend? Aaron Rodgers also got hurt. His thumb was injured all season, and he played through he it. Great with his injured thumb. He played through it. Yeah, and he didn't look good for a lot of it. wait he didn't look he good. For, no, season, well, he looked better. He, but he 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 got better.
1: He didn't look good for Aaron Rodgers. 26 touchdowns. Imagine if Zach Wilson threw twenty six. I think it's just
2: I think it's a matter of what your what your risk tolerance is. Because there's risk with Aaron Rodgers. One, that his production just falls off. That's not going to happen and well, you know I it. I, you know that. I'm just I'm just laying out the risk. All right, go ahead. The risk is that the his production just falls off. He yep. becomes more um, you know. Less able to make some of those ridiculous throws that he used to be able to make, the like the Brett Favre throw, off your back foot, just throwing it up down the, the sideline, and it turns into a big play. Those are interceptions for him this year because he, he did it a few times. No, the second risk is 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 that he gets hurt because he's thirty nine years old. Everybody has that risk. I, I I agree, and you're protected more as a as a as a quarterback. I'm, and again, I'm just laying these out. I'm just I'm just laying them out. Uh, and and the, and the fourth one is. That because he's, I mean, the third one is, is because of his unique personality that he disrupts whatever, you know, Robert Sala has been trying to build for a culture. Well, and, let me tell you something. And, and, and I don't overly worry about that because okay. when you're a great player, I'm just saying, this is what the risks are. I hear you think, right? I got you. It's just with any any quarterback going into a new locker room, that's a risk. I mean, it was a risk for Tom Brady, but it actually lifted the culture down in Tampa because they were kind of, I mean, it, it, it wasn't a lot of solidarity around winning a championship until Tom Brady got there. Mm-hmm. It's the same can be said about the jets. The question is, does Aaron rodgers and we know he's aloof. We know that he's very laid back. We know he's very chill. Uh, he's can be condescending. He can be snarky. Like all those things. We know it. As long as that's not disruptive to whatever culture, Robert Sala is trying to bring. Yeah. Those other risks, it's it, it it could happen to anybody. It could happen with Jimmy Garoppolo. That the first two risks could happen with Derek Carr. The first could anybody you bring in. So, I, I you have to acknowledge the risk, but you also have to understand that they might not really come to fruition. Listen, fair enough. I, I think you lay that out well. Um,
1: I will say this: the culture that you reference is that the culture <laughs> where. Receivers were showing up their young quarterback when Zach Wilson didn't see them wide open flailing their arms all season. The culture that you reference, is incredible culture that Robert Sala has created out there with the Jets. Uh, you know, when half the team gets on a plane to go to Minnesota wearing a T-shirt of the other quarterback (laughs) who was drafted by a different team, which obviously kills the morale of the quarterback drafted by the team that you're currently on, that
2: culture. Both of those situations would never happen to a guy like Aaron Rodgers. Correct. The culture in which they didn't score a touchdown the
1: final three games of the year. Talking about that culture. (laughs) Uh, The culture where they didn't get off the bus in a national TV game against the Jaguars where they basically quit. We're talking about that culture. Let's not oh, listen, I think Robert Salva could be good. I know you do as well. Let's not sit here and overstate this culture mm-hmm. because he's one bad year away from being fired. But it
2: matters, though. The culture matters. And if, you, if
1: it's the right culture. That's what I
2: mean. But you know it. You know it if it's there. You just and and it's weird because you can say, Oh, okay, this guy is he's he's saying all the right things. He's doing all the right things. But when the culture is right and it's strong, you just feel it without even having to say it. Right, or even talk about it. You just know that it's there. Mm-hmm. Dave's up in Westchester. Dave is on the Fantique and Tyranny. What's going on, Dave?
3: Yeah, Hey, guys. I, I, w- yeah. I would m- much rather have Aaron Rodgers than any option that we have right now. And even if it's not like this amazing success, because the games will be fun and at least we have some hope. <laughs> because this is horrible. And, and worrying about saying the right things, that, that's all Solid does. He's like uh, enough of the slogans and the T shirts and yep. just trying to say the right thing. Go
2: win a game. Yeah, at the end of the day, you can say whatever you want as long as you're winning. Yeah, if I tell you this, by you, the way, you, so can funny. Be a, you can be a little bit of a jerk as long as you're winning. Yeah. And he's definitely <laughs> And he's not. I'm not, not saying that jerk. at all. I'm just saying as an example. You can be as long as you're winning, anything goes. Yeah, these slogans mean nothing to me.
1: Uh it's funny. I was cleaning out some some stuff yesterday to bring to the, you know, the homeless um you know that thing where you put the clothes yeah, yeah, in. The, okay. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. You know what shirt made it? What's that? All gas, no brake. <laughs> I swear to God. It's in my car. Getting ready to drive. I don't want to hear about stupid slogans anymore. Mm. All gas, no brake. I mean, the car didn't leave the driveway the last month of the season. Forget about having any gas. They didn't have any tires. All gas, no brake. My behind. I mean, come on, man. What are we talking about here? This is Aaron
2: Rodgers. Recklessness. That's what you're talking about with all gas, no (laughs) brake. Runaway train. That's what you're talking about. All gas, no brake. Oh, man.
1: I mean, if that's the case, then the Mets should never have gotten Scherzer. They should never have went out and gotten, you know, Justin Verlander. Oh, too old. Too old. A little bit too old. I don't know. A little worried about that. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> the modern athlete is so different. Now, I know that we're in the midst of this this recalibration of how we view athletes, modern medicine, more attention to the body, more information to apply to the body. Uh, but, yeah, uh, yeah, could Aaron Rodgers be acquired by the Jets and shred his ACL in week one, could happen. And with our jet, with our luck, would anybody be stunned if it did? I'll take that chance. And here's the other thing I'll do. It's a life preserver to the other guy mm-hmm. who I'm not willing to give up on yet. Zach Wilson.
4: Chargers and the New York Giants have exchanged their draft picks. When
1: this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Eli Manning and Philip Rivers. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always
4: live on the free Odyssey app. I think he's super talented. Uh, I think, you know, I think a little uh, humility is good for all of us at various times in our careers. And I think the first year they literally had no players. Um, they came to practice against us. And I was like, defense can play and the offense needs some more players.
1: There you have it. Future jets quarterback, Aaron Rodgers on future jets uh, teammate, Zach Wilson, of course, on the Pat McAfee show, which leads us a little bit. Let's at least kind of for Wilson into the convo as well here. I have not given up on Zach Wilson. Now, there is no chance that Zach Wilson can enter the season anywhere near QB one status. Not allowed. Not allowed. If, if he's going to be there, he's going to have to earn it. So. Yeah, but I don't even want a situation where he's competing for the job necessarily. I think there's something wrong with yeah, yeah, no. But
2: if he's going to be an under center at all he's gonna have to earn it the first two years he was just it was just given to him as rogers said no talent first year and here you go kid here's the job don't drown how about that
1: quote (laughs) joe douglas hey guess what you gave robert solid no talent he's not wrong he's not wrong at all but just keeping it real yeah no for sure and uh there's just uh, there's uh, a lot of awareness and and information that rogers brought to that conversation with mcafee about the jets it wasn't like nah. You can ask me a question; a token answer to me. There was um I, almost to the point where I think it was like a manipulation mm-hmm. of of the powerful medium. That show obviously you know generates a ton of hits and, and a ton no of eyeballs and all
2: that stuff. Especially when he's on it.
1: That's what I mean. And Rogers is no dummy, and he knows that's going to be used. And I think he used that as a weapon. I really do. I think they like to me. There's two parts of the conversation. Number one, should the Jets get him? The answer is irrefutably for me, uh, absolutely, you get him. Yes. No doubt. And then the other aspect of the conversation is, would Rodgers be open to playing for the Jets? And I believe that that's a pretty strong yes. yes.
3: I I do.
2: I think he's at the stage in his career, and I think the Packers are at the stage in their relationship with him where uh, a divorce just feels like it's amicable, and it's not going to be contentious. It's not like three years ago or three off seasons ago when he was like so pissed off uh, because of the jo- uh, the Jordan love draft. And it just felt like, man, this, look, this feels irreparable. Um, and then they paid him. Well, first of all, he won an MVP, a second one. Then they paid him and it kind of just eased things. And I think this past season in green Bay to him felt like a grind for the first time. Like, man, we're just not good enough to, to, to win. And so, if I want to keep playing, I'm not going to be a part of a reset or rebuild, whatever you want to call it. I don't want to be a part of that. I want to go someplace where I can win a championship. And so, there's other suitors here. Miami is one that keeps getting thrown out there. Uh, The Las Vegas Raiders are another one that you keep hearing, even though I don't really see that working. Um, Baltimore keeps getting thrown in here and and there, and. I uh, forget who the other one is, but the Jets are, are I think, in most people's minds, the top of the heap. Uh, Tennessee is the other one as well with because uh, they have, obviously, a you know, quarterback, a dearth of great talent, even though they drafted Malik Willis, but who knows what he's going to turn into as well. He's kind of in the Zach Wilson type of situation. He wasn't very good in the time he got to play this year. So uh, they know they need—all those teams know that they need to win, and they're all a quarterback away. And Aaron Rodgers— Seemingly is available. Why yeah. not go get him?
1: Yeah, and can we at least uh, acknowledge that it broke his thumb on the final play of the game against the Giants mm-hmm. in London? That was what week five. Yes. Well I have to sneeze, T. I've
4: to sneeze <laughs> yeah. like a man. Yeah, no, it, hey,
2: it was week five. They <laughs> chose not to take the bye week. It did because both teams did, both the Giants and the and the Packers chose not to take the bye week. So he played right away. Not that, you know, a week is gonna give you an extra time to heal your thumb, but at least it's not newly broken, and you're playing six days later.
1: I think it was problematic all season. I do. Not to the point where I'm not saying he would have thrown 50 touchdowns or won the MVP. I don't know. They didn't have the weapons for mm-hmm. that. They – you know, Watson's fine. Yeah, um, but he
2: was took it took him some time to get into it.
1: It did. It, it, yeah, I think it's like he lit the world on fire the first four weeks and really even against the Giants and last play of the game, and then there was this swift decline in play. He really was pretty pedestrian from the shoot. Yep. I'll branch you that. Look at the numbers. That's, that, that's a fact. Uh, but I – I, you know, I, I think he's got it all. I know his head is still straight. Uh, I know he's a little quirky. That's fine. There's been a lot of quirky. There, forget about quirky. There's been bad, bad people that have played here. <laughs> yeah. Now, I know the way things are covered these days, it's a little different. Uh, and the microanalysis is it's just incessant. There's nowhere to hide. Where back in the days, it was pretty much just the newspapers and, you know, one or two radio shows. Now it's everywhere. But I think that this would invigorate him. And I know the Jets roster is ready to make a move, so... To me, you go get them. 877-337-6666. Let's go to Morristown. What's up, RJ? How are you?
3: What's up, BT? You got me fired up. I love it. I hope you keep pushing this narrative for all Jets fans. Oh, I will. Number one, Yep. this year, Seattle has the sixth pick from the Rams. You think Rams fans are going to trade that pick in for the Super Bowl they won last year? (laughs) The one that Stafford made a bunch of big throws. So the risk-reward thing, I don't want to hear it from Jets fans. Number two, I'm a little younger than you. I just want to see the Jets get to one. We've been to three AFC championships in the last 25 years. We had the better roster all three times. And when that roster slipped up a little bit in a big game, the one thing we didn't have in those games was a quarterback that could outdo the other quarterback to make one big throw to pick up the slack. It's mm-hmm. true. I watched Zach Wilson miss easy throws all year. I watched Mike White make easy throws, but as soon as he had uh, pressure or saw a scheme that he wasn't familiar with, he folded. Aaron Rodgers at age 60 can fix both of those things by being smart and just hitting easy throws in a clean pocket. And lastly, Brett Favre came here and failed. What better way for Aaron Rodgers to finish his career than to <laughs> one final middle finger seriously A-1-0. to run back to fuck by coming to New York and finishing his job that he couldn't finish? Ooh, uh, I know. That's kind of awesome. Get to one. I didn't even just think about that, one. RJ. I, don't care what we up. <laughs> I didn't think so about it. So I thought about okay, the parallel. My, and you know what? Lastly, if he ends up in Miami or Tennessee, yeah. you know, BT, I think you're probably with me on this. I'm, I, I think I'm done. I cannot handle the Jets passing on this opportunity. And watching Aaron Rodgers throw bombs to Tyree Well,
1: Well, here's Jones. the thing. First of all, you, you know, I, I'd okay. like to say, yeah, thanks for the call, RJ. I would like to say, yes, uh, I'll be done with the Jets. I can't. I, I mean, I, I I can't abandon them. I mean, mm-hmm. there's been times where I'm like, man, I want to. There's been times where I bet against them, but I can't abandon them. What's going on? Uh, we have some breaking Jets news. Okay. There is an OC of the Jets. Is it, is it, is it Hackett? Okay. That's step one, baby. Step one. (laughs) Step one. Done. All right. There you go. There you go. Lock it up, Aaron Rodgers. Lock it up, lock it in, let me begin. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Rodgers came to win. Battle me, that's a sin. Uh, Any trade package, I'm going to get back to the hacking stuff in a moment. Any trade package probably would be based on how Rodgers performs this season. A team could send mid-to-late round picks in the 2023 draft to Green Bay and also deal a pick or picks in 24 that are conditional based on things like how many games Rodgers plays, whether he wins the MVP, and whether or not the team makes the playoffs, the Super Bowl, and or wins the Super Bowl. A fourth-round pick could become a first-rounder based on Rodgers hitting certain marks in 2023. Now I say that because and and this is a real thing for sure. This is a real impediment. June 1, it's much more desirable for everybody involved because the Packers, the cap is lower. But the problem with June one, or the hit is lower. The problem with June one is that you don't get a dra- you don't get to address the draft mm-hmm. because the draft is done. It's already happened. But that's why you give them the Jets could just say, "Yeah, listen, all right, whatever. We we could do 24, 25. and we can do we can do these things where there's triggers and there's upgrades and it, 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 there's an incentivization. I don't even know if that's a word. Yeah, no, I think it sense. is to to lure the Packers into doing this. Now, I think the Packers are finally at a place where they say. I think we're ready to move on from him. Mm-hmm. I get the sense from him. You saw the way he walked off Lambeau Field with Cobb? Yep. I don't think he was saying goodbye to the NFL. I think he was saying goodbye to
2: Lambeau. I think he was trying to say goodbye to Lambeau. But Nathaniel Hackett, for those who Step are one. not familiar, former Buffalo Bills offensive coordinator, were. Um, his offenses weren't great in Buffalo. His offenses also weren't great in Jacksonville. What um, quarterbacks did he have in exce- Buffalo? I don't even remember. What I think year was it again? Thirteen, and maybe this was EJ. Was that EJ Manuel? EJ Ma- or JP? I was
1: nobody good. Put it that way. E- it was EJ
2: Manuel. Yeah, I mean, uh, so there you go. Stop. It just tells you tells you all you need to know. He was horrendous. They drafted horribly up there. Uh, was that Bill O'Brien? Did they, they drafted him? What's no, I forget who the head coach was when E. J. Mangle no, was drafted. Uh... It doesn't matter. It's insignificant. But anyways, his his offenses weren't great. In Buffalo or Jacksonville, except for the one year that they did go to the um, uh, the AFC championship. Or almost got to the AFC championship against the Steelers. Oh, so that a little was, success there? Yep, that was, With Bortles, they huh? They were top five, in, or top ten mm. in points and yards that year. They yep. regressed the next year. The whole staff got fired. Then he goes to Green Bay, mediocre his first year. You're burying the lead here. He goes where? To Green Bay. Where, where'd he go? <laughs> to Green what Bay. What state is that in? That's in Wisconsin. Uh, who, who's the quarterback of that <laughs> team? That would be Aaron Rodgers. Step one. Where Done. he... quickly turned them into one of the top-scoring offenses in football, top 10. And then he left for head coaching opportunity and failed miserably, and he needs a resurrection of his career. And no better place to do it than with a team in New York with the Jets who have the talent to win but are missing a quarterback, and Aaron Rodgers is now available. Yeah, it, I just, it just it it it's it's lining up. It's
1: definitely <laughs> lining up. The Jets have a need. The Jets have an interest. Rogers is at a point where he's certainly amenable to change. They just hired a guy that he knows well that they were that he worked well with, and he's got a lot of weapons in a roster that's ready to win and a GM who knows how to make trades. Mm-hmm. Now the one thing and the last caller said I'm a little he's a little younger than me, but he still wants to win a Super Bowl at all costs. See, that's not I, I know what you mean. But to me, that's not even the right mentality. Just because desperation leads to bad moves, moves that further set back the development of said franchise. This is not a reckless move. Yeah. This is not a bad move. This is a championship move. This is a franchise altering move. This is an eraser that allows us to finally just rub, just rub, just get off the list of losers that we've been on forever. You go and you get Aaron Mm Rodgers. That's it. (laughs) 877-337-6666. Mr. Hackett is in tow. Step one. Okay. I'm all uh, turned around here. Do I have a read here? I don't believe I do, Mr. Hoff. No read, right? No read. Okay. All right. So you might not like it. I want to hear why, but I think if you're sensible and open to greatness and a change, you got to love it. Tiki and Tierney are the fan till 2. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or
0: you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit
4: HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,